Are you ready to take your writing to the next level? Then welcome to the Book Editor Show. Join Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley each week as they teach you all the tips, tools, and techniques you need to move your book from manuscript to market. Visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books, and extras to make your old novel better than ever. Now, please welcome Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley. Welcome to the Book Editor Show. We've got a very different type of show for you today. I'm Clark Chamberlain, and in a world filled with poorly edited prose, one man will rise up to fight the tyranny of typographical errors. That man is my friend and co-host, Peter Turley. Peter is not here live with us today. I said this is going to be a very different type of show. We wanted to try something um, out that's slightly different. And so we are going to be recording our responses. I'm editing them together because we couldn't be live on the show this week. So um, we get not a ton of questions, but we do get questions on a regular basis. Questions that we actually use to create uh, our show ideas and put something together. But sometimes a question doesn't really fit to do an entire show around. And so we've got these that have been kind of backing up and I answer them one at a time. But we could also put this together, we thought, into a show, kind of a Q&A show, and do this on a more semi-regular basis. So today, what we're going to be doing is we'll, we'll go through, um, I shared those questions with uh, Peter, so Peter's got his answers, and I'm going to have my answers to each of the questions. We hope you enjoy this, hope you get some useful information out of here. All right. Question on topic. What's your thoughts, Clark and Peter, on killing off the protagonist at the end of a standalone novel? Now, let me preface, this is a paranormal sci-fi alternate reality novel, if that makes a difference. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a little bit of experience with killing off main characters in novels. So, it can be done. It absolutely can be done. Killing off a, a main character at the end of a standalone novel can add a lot of Q&A for people, for readers. Um, a standalone novel that you can get into a, a, a book club where people are going to actually be sitting down and reading it together and then getting them to discuss it. Killing off a main character at the end of the novel can be a great way to put that discussion into full focus. Um, it immediately, of course, they've invested time in this character. You know, and if you're going to kill it, kill the character, you need to have a good reason for doing it. Not just, bam, character's dead, look at me now. <laughs> you know, you're not just trying to throw something in a person's face. You definitely want to be doing this only if it fits the story. Um, I think another great example, you know, go read my book, Another Day, Another Name. I think that's a great example, but I may be a little bit biased. So let's jump over um, to the Game of Thrones series, okay? Whew. Georgie, he kills them all, you know, and he's killing characters all the time. But every time that it happens, it happens for a reason. It happens for a reason that moves the story along. So it happens for a reason that makes sense. So if like in a standalone, you would want it to make sense. If you're in a series, you could do it in order to open up the next chapter of the, of the book, going into the next section of the story. So be careful with it. Don't do it willy-nilly you know don't do it just because you want to get someone's attention make sure that you're doing it for the right reason make sure that it will add to the story and not take away from it 
Can you talk about the synopsis? Not a query letter, but a synopsis for an agent or editor who wants to see the ending. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, so I think a big clue is kind of in the question there. Um, they want to see the ending. They want to see how, and it, as you say, it's an agent, it's an editor, or a publishing house, and they want to see how the story unfolds. Um, so don't worry about putting the ending in there and things like that. They're looking... They're looking at your writing style, so, you know, clear, concise. Um, and also, they probably want to get a good a good idea of, you know, if this falls into a genre, uh, which one, uh, who are the main characters, what's interesting about them, um, and what are the main turning points um, going to be in the, in the story. So you're going to be looking probably, say, three to 500 words, but... Obviously, check the guidelines because they might be like really specific guidelines. Um, a good tip could be to sort of use, I mean, think of it as like sales um, copy writing for, <laughs> for authors. Um, use like active verbs, so um, struggle or fight or uh, yearned for, or, um, you know, like really powerful active words. Because um, again, you've, you've, got a, you've not got a, a great word count in. You don't want to be waffling in this. It has to be clear, intriguing, an overview of uh, the mystery. Um, so, you know, um, it raises questions like, will such a thing happen or what will happen or how, how will it? So it's saying how it's unfolding, um, but also leaving enough intrigue to sort of want to read the book. Um because that's going to be then what it's a stepping stone to moving on to say reading the first three chapters so you don't want to sort of talk in detail about every chapter and just do a complete um chapter breakdown um but a good atmospheric overview um that that touches on the main conflicts uh within within the story it kind of I think it serves a purpose to show them um, that you have thought out the whole story and it's clearly structured and and you've, you've taken these things into consideration. Um, and like uh, microfiction, anything where you've got such a restricted word count does take a lot of skill uh, to craft. So, you know, crafting a good synopsis is really important. Um, so keep it interesting um, and... And hopefully it'll be clear from reading the synopsis who your intended audience is going to be. All right. All right. Already ready, ready. Question number three, our last question for the day. I'm trying to decide between two stories. Which one should I work on first? So this one actually uh, came from my class that I teach at the college. And it is a very excellent question. And I would preface this, I would start this by saying, first of all, take a look. What is it that you really want to write? You know, which one are you super passionate about? Okay, that's the first thing to take a look at because you want to know that you're going to be investing your time into something that you care about. Now, the second part of that is, what's your writing level at? Okay, if this is your very first book, then the immediate answer that I would give you is you write the one that you're less passionate about. 
And the reason why that I would say write the one that you're less passionate about is because if this is your first book that you're going setting out to do, or even your second one, you need more practice. Okay, ten thousand hours, right? That's what we're. That's what we want to get so that we can be, you know, that excellent writer. We need to put in the time, and I will say I will give you straight up that I should not have written another day, another name first. Okay, I I had four separate protagonists weaving in and out of unique storylines throughout this book. It was a pain in my butt to write. Okay, I mean you cannot <laughs> get more crazy than trying to go out out of the gate for your first book and something like that. But I was passionate about the ideas that were in the book. But had I taken the time to write more, to to cut my teeth writing something else that I was a little bit less passionate about, to get through it, to get through the process, to see where my mistakes were, so that I could get better at crafting. It took you know, a couple of years and a awesome editor jumping in and helping me to really turn another day, another name around, you know, to get the nomination, um, you know, to, to have the, the people talking so well about it. And you want, if that's what you're passionate about, you've got two stories and you're really passionate about it. Ask yourself, are you at the point in time in your writing ability, your editing ability to do that story justice? Cause you know that you want to do your story justice it's it's something that you care about so much. You want to be able to put that story out there and have the world enjoy it time and time again. And you don't want to look back in two years and say, man, I could have written that story much better at this point. So on the flip side of that, if uh, you are really passionate about it and you've written several books, then go with the one you're passionate about. Hey, it'll, it'll get you going. It'll keep you interested in writing. Thanks so much for being part of our first Q&A show. I hope you enjoyed this. If you have your own questions, uh, definitely please stop by thebookeditorshow.com. Uh, send us an email. Let us know about that. If uh, you'd like the show, please, 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 I'm begging. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes, uh, plus on Google, or a like on YouTube. And if you're an editor who'd like to be a guest on the show, uh, stop by thebookeditorshow.com. Drop us a line. Let us know. We'd love to have you on. Love to talk to all kinds of different editors. And it's helpful for our listeners. So I'm Clark Chamberlain. And for my co-host, Peter Turley, keep writing, keep learning, and build a better book. Thank you for listening. And come back next week for more. Please visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books and extras, and for information on how to be a guest on the show.